if you're like me, you've dreamt of becoming an accomplished musician and the satisfaction it can bring you. But there's hidden traps in the path to creating a musician's dream sound placed by ill-informed tutors and some online and real-world educators. We are forced to answer hard questions like how to grow as amateur musicians using time learning our craft intelligently, or how to achieve pristine musical sound quality without sacrificing wasted dollars. Finally, those questions and more can be answered after 20 years of research, trial and error. Follow this podcast while I expose missing pieces of the musical puzzle to take you from hours of musical frustration to feeling the excitement of musical excellence. You can join the journey on musicsecretsexposed.com I'm your host, Sylvia, and you're listening to the Music Secrets Exposed podcast. Hey, hope you're doing good today. As I record this podcast, it is March of 2021. Beautiful spring day here in Ireland today. Today, I'm going to start a series of podcasts focus on different world music genres. And today I will just talk a little bit about Cuban music. Now, this isn't meant to be a one stop showcase of, you know, all the characteristics and detail of music of this type. It's more just a general rough overview for you to understand what the style of music is really about, where it has come from, what to expect, why it is the way it is and so on. First though, let's take a listen to this.
This Cuban piece of music is called Ars Con Polo. I think it's by Kevin MacLeod. Anyway, I have the link in the description there if you want to find out about the composer and where it comes from. Wonderful piece of music. Cuban music is just... It's very hard for me to describe it. Why? I think the only way I can describe it is it gives me a visualisation of dance, sun and sea, relaxation, you name it. The colourful 1950s cars that go around the streets of Cuba. The buildings typical of Cuba also that we all see pictures of from time to time. The history of Cuban music is really rooted in the slave trade of the 16th to the 19th centuries until, of course, slavery was abolished in 1886. A large African workforce filled Cuba as a result of the transatlantic slave trade. Their task, of course, was to work in the sugar and coffee plantations of their day. And it turns out that they were the people who constructed the forts and a lot of the iconic architectures of Cuba that we know of today. March the 25th is an international day of remembrance for these victims of slavery and, of course, the, the transatlantic slave trade. So when you listen to Cuban music, and I'm referring to music typical that you would see uh, reflected in films set in the 1950s through the 1980s or early 90s, you can hear a strong African influence through the use of their drums. They used the piano when it came into Cuba as a percussion style instrument. It didn't really play melodies. It was more kind of this vamping percussion kind of sound. And then they used string instruments as well. Culturally, you can't have Cuban music without dance. The two just go hand in hand and singing in very loud tones as well. The drum beat, though, in my opinion, is probably the, the key component of Cuban music. So percussion and drums, that's what you think of when you think of Cuban music. Dance and singing come second. And, you know, you see films, particularly like Havana Nights, is one Hollywood representation of what Cuban music and, and sound is like. Maybe not 100% authentic to their culture, but it gives you kind of a touch of what it is like. There's a freedom of, of musical expression. People tend to feel free. And I think really when you look at Cuban music, it was the one thing that, Af that the African workforce could bring with them from Africa that wasn't taken from them and that they held on to tightly as their form of expression that connected them back to their roots. And I think they held on to it very, very much and you can still hear that today. So Cuba is one of those flavors of music or those genres of music which I think any music student should explore. I know as a pianist there are some schools of music in England that uh, you can take specialist lessons on on how to learn how to play this uh, style of music. So for those of us who are classically trained it would be a good idea I think to go for some lessons to make sure that you know you get the flavor and the style. Of course these styles of music require that you can improvise easily you can change keys in your instrument easily and that you can play from memory as well because it frees you up to be very expressive and to play with your other group members easily also so i challenge you as a musician to dig deep into cuban music by listening to many pieces of cuban music try um and listen to it play it on your instrument 
start to get into its style because as a musician the more styles you can expose yourself to the greater flexibility you have for improvisation and really doing amazing things as a musician so that's it for cuban music today and talk to you tomorrow many have come up to me and asked sylvia let me ask you a question I've started learning music, but I am stuck. I can't get the sound I dream of. I've spent time and a lot of cash. I'm so frustrated. Or a parent has often asked me, I have a child who is not getting the results that we expected. I've invested a lot of dollars in music tutors and musical equipment. I'm so unsure, what can I do? My answer? Sign up for a free webinar at musicsecretsexposed.com where I'll walk you through what you can do to get you or your child on the best musical path right away. My greatest joy is to save you heartache and frustration and replace it with the best musical version of you. Don't delay, capacity is limited. Open a tab and let's get you started at musicsecretsexposed.com.